<laughs> as soon as that drum kicks in, you have that dopey smile, I know, Jamie. I can't help it every week. <laughs> this was another, um, well, welcome to Walkers and Talkers, yes. episode 32. I think I'm going to stop saying the number of the episode, because number one, I can't always remember. <laughs> and two, it's on, it's on the app and it's on the website, and so once I type it once, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, season seven, episode three. Yeah. Another self-contained episode. We still don't see any of the survivors except Daryl. Last week was Ooh. just Carol and mm-hmm. Morgan. So I kind of miss seeing the sad, pathetic bunch. Our main group. And I, I miss I miss Ezekiel and Shiva and oh, Jerry. I know Jerry. <laughs> I need the kingdom back. <laughs> I know your favorite part of this episode was seeing Dwight naked. Oh, Daryl. Daryl. There was a little side yeah. butt and some yeah. muscle tone definition that I may have rewound a couple times. Couple t- <laughs> as soon as I was finally, I, I was watching it and I thought, oh, he's the oh, Jamie must oh. be pausing this. I may have screenshotted it. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> oh my God, Norman Reedus is half a butt. Ooh. So this was a tough episode for Daryl fans. Oh man. And Negan is just a big prick. Oh yeah. So. Before we get started recapping the episode, yes, I have two surprises. Do you want both of them now? Oh my god! Do you want the medium one, then the big one, and then I have a third one that I, I have saved so for next week? Oh my god! Or do you want them like in the middle? I just stop, or then at the end? Just stop and surprise me. Stop and surprise. Yeah. Me. Okay. All right. Very good. Okay. <laughs> so one of them involves your email. You need to open it up now. Oh. Some of the people listening to this podcast already know what it is. They do. Be- yes. Because it, one's a visual. Am I opening it now? Sure, open it now. Okay, Let's okay, do that. I'm really <laughs> so I open up my email. Okay. I want to get his Twitter handle proper. Let me get that hand because he said, "Please promote my Twitter." So I'm going to do that. Hold on. Oh my god! Yeah. I love this. So we have a new logo on Walkers uh, and Talkers, and they even have my blonde hair. And they said, "I love Daryl." Yeah. <gasps> Bite FM. Do you see the mug? Yes, I know. Oh my okay. god. So if you don't know what, because this is not a visual medium that we're on. <laughs> excited. Actually, he's my friend only through social media. That doesn't mean uh. I wouldn't be my friend. But I met him through social media. He's a big Mets fan. And his uh, his Twitter is at ReadTheApple. He runs a great website about the New York Mets, but he's a big fan and he created a new logo for us. Oh my God. That he and I have been working on and tweaking and, and um, all the puns are his, which is amazing since I'm such a pun guy. You can probably see the logo now or go to the website. You'll see the logo. It has our Walkers and Talkers logo oh, in the middle, God. but it's zombie versions of me and Jamie. I love this so much. Sitting at a desk that's a pun on iHeartRadio. It says, I eat radio. <laughs> and instead of Elvis Duran in the morning show on my shirt, it says, Evil Negan and the Savior Show. Oh, and then my my mug that I have, instead of Light FM, it says Bite FM. Bite FM. And I have a I heart Daryl pin. Yeah. Oh, my God. So he listens to the podcast. He knows that you're obsessed with Daryl. Thank you so much. So, oh, my God. This made my day. Again, thank you, Randy, at Read the Apple. Yes. It's, again, it's Randy. Uh, it's at Read the Apple. So thank you, Randy. Thank you. This is me the background on my phone now. Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. I knew you would. And I and and thank you again. I can't thank Randy enough. <laughs> anyway, oh, so, so cool. Enough about the logo. So I, this, we have a couple of versions that I'll send them. Okay. I'll send them all to you. So there you go. So uh, the episode starts with Dwight watching a VCR of an old episode of <gasps> Who's, Who's the, the boss? boss. Now it's cool and all that he's watching an old episode of Who's the Boss, but it's sort of to me symbolic of the episode. Because the whole point is Negan's trying to show Daryl who the boss is. Very true. I didn't think about it like that. But that's, I think that's about these really things. Exactly right. Hopefully, someone listening to this podcast <laughs> just went, ah. That's you know, <laughs> the yeah, light bulb. That's what I thought. I'm like, oh, it's the, it's who's the boss, <laughs> Negan. By the way, I am also I'm Daryl. 
Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag I'm down. We'll get we'll get to that in a minute. We see Dwight going around stealing ingredients from everybody to Man. make a sandwich. He is he does not care. He so basically Dwight is although he's a peon to Negan. He's a big shot to everybody else. To everybody else. So he gets to go up to other people and say, I'm taking your pickles, I'm taking your bread, I'm taking your mayo, your mustard, whatever. He got fresh tomato, he got fresh lettuce, he got fresh eggs. He's in the kitchen making his sandwich, and this redheaded guy looks pissed. He doesn't like being a slave or whatever. He takes his white sweatshirt off and picks a fight with some guy, a savior. And then like six saviors beat him to death. Like, I don't know what he thought was going to happen, but they beat him to death. And then later we see him, because see, this is what's great about The Walking Dead. They kill people the same way they did on Fear the Walking Dead with the crazy shirt guy. Yeah, the crazy shirt guy. The redhead guy. Yeah. They kill this guy. He's a redhead. So that when you see him later in the episode on on the Walker wall, you're like, oh, it's the redheaded guy. Yeah. They absolutely do that. So that we'll know who it is. That's <laughs> so true. We're on Fear the Walking Dead. Every woman, pretty much, except for Madison, has black hair. Yeah. They all kind of look very similar in in, in uh, appearance. So, redheaded guy, like, oh, redheaded walker. That's got to be the same guy. Yeah. Right. And they all have, like, crazy shirts normally. Well, yeah, crazy. Right, exactly. So, he's dead. Um, we see Daryl naked in a cell. Mm-hmm. And Dwight, <laughs> after he makes his great sandwich, makes a dog food sandwich. Oh. And gives it to, to Daryl. By the way, the Daryl Dwight thing, I'm going to say the wrong name a couple of times okay. because of the D thing. The D thing. And they're supposed to be almost the same person. That's well, really what it is. Dwight is being a super creep. Well, okay, so Dwight's wearing Daryl's leather jacket, riding his motorcycle. And has his crossbow. So he's crossbow. morphing into him or right. trying. Now, we've talked about this on the podcast before. In the comics, Daryl doesn't exist. Yeah. Dwight is always the crossbow guy. He yeah. doesn't steal it from Daryl because Daryl doesn't exist. And I feel like Negan is training Daryl to be a captain or a lieutenant someday. Yeah. Because he clearly thinks very highly of him, which we'll, we'll talk more about. And I feel like they both can't exist in this world. Negan and Daryl? No, Dwight and Daryl. Oh, Dwight and Daryl. I feel like either Daryl's going to get revenge on him, Negan's going to make him kill Dwight to show his loyalty, but only one of them's going to end up with that crossbow down the road. And it's going to be Daryl. Let's not kid ourselves. I Right. But <laughs> It better be. <laughs> Dwight does some dramatic things in the comic that I think we saw a glimpse of in this episode. Yeah. Where... He sort of showed a soul. Like, as much as he's a prick, he's like, listen, man, just say your name. You're making it hard on yourself, you know? So he's a tough guy, but we learn his secrets, which we'll talk about Ooh, as well. Yeah. Which I knew, but let's, we'll get to I that. I actually felt bad for him at one point. And I think that's what this episode was about. So, so let's talk about that. Did you notice in the credits, I should have mentioned this last week, but when the credits are rolling and they show Jeffrey Dean Morgan's name, there's a bat. You see the bat? Yeah. But in the background, there's a fireplace. I didn't see that. So when they show like during the theme song, yeah. there's a fireplace in the background. It's not really a fireplace as much as it's like an open oven. Okay. On the ledge of that oven is a is an iron. Oh, I have to go back and look at that. Right. It now was there we... last week and I didn't mention it in the podcast, okay. but I was reminded because they mentioned the iron in this episode. Yeah. So Daryl's being sleep deprived. And they keep playing loud music. They play that song Easy Street. Oh my which God. Which got really annoying after a while for yeah, us. After a while, I'm like, I'm going to kill myself if I keep hearing this song. They're torturing him. Oh, They're trying totally. to break him down. And they keep giving him dog food. Uh, eventually, they, they give him prison clothes. Yeah. It's uh, white sweatpants and a white sweatshirt. With like an orange A spray painted right. on it. Right. And some of, we saw in the trailer for this week, their inmates or other prisoners running around in the courtyard with different letters. So, uh, they must mean something. We, we don't know what they mean yet. We don't know what they mean. It's not D for Daryl, so no. it's it could be A for you know for level A, like you just got there, and they advance you through the alphabet as you get more trained. Oh. Well, I don't know. Maybe this is the part that got a little weird. Dwight grabs Daryl and they take him to the doctor. 
to see if he's physically doing okay. Because he's been shot, mm. right, from, from Dwight. And when they get to the doctor's office, Sherry's there. The girl that was with Dwight in the burnt-out forest, the first time we met Dwight, when they took Dwight's they motorcycle, stuff. and when Tina died. And we just thought there were three people on the run, but we later learned who Tina is. Anyway, while he's there at the doctor, he sees a pregnant, Dwight sees a pregnancy test, and he says to Sherry, is it positive? She says, no, not this time. He says, well, good luck. Oh. Which was weird because they were a couple. They were married. They were married. And at this point, we don't really understand what's going on. Yeah, there. you're like, wait, it's not yours or what's happening here? Yeah, but he's like, I hope you're pregnant. So you're like, so for a second, you're like, oh, uh, I guess he's hope it's his, still his wife and he's hoping that she gets pregnant. But they were acting very aloof. Yeah. Which, which was kind of strange. Then she says, oh my God, you're Daryl. Like she goes to talk to him and Dwight's like, don't talk to him. Yeah. And then she says, whatever they tell you, just do it. Like she sort of wants to help him. Yeah, she kind of says like, whatever he has done to you, there's more to come. There's more to come. Don't mess with this. It's craziness here. She knows. She knows what's going on. They know what Negan does to people. Negan walks by as they're leaving the infirmary or the doctor's office and everybody's supposed to kneel. When he walks by, everybody drops to their knees immediately and kneels. I mean, Negan's crazy. We he, know that. Yeah. But he makes everybody kneel. God. So, of course, Daryl doesn't kneel. And Dwight kind of drags him down yeah, makes to make him. him kneel. And he says, I, I need to talk to Dwight. And he makes Daryl go sit with uh, Fat Joe. Yeah. Fat, Fat Joe puts a gun to him and, and holds him there. We don't know what he says to Daryl, uh, but he, he talks to him privately, right? We didn't see what he what he. No, we didn't see what he said. But he kind of, Daryl kind of got a glimpse into Negan's little home space there with a the big comfy chair and a bed and a kitchen. Right. Dwight takes Daryl out and shows him the walkers and the two guys with the green bucket. Yeah. Right? We didn't know what exactly was going on there. That scene confused me. I didn't know what was happening. Here's what's going on. They put a green bucket over the walker's head to walk them out into the courtyard outside the walker wall. They attach him to the fence and then they take the bucket off so the walker can see where he is. Okay. The bucket kind of distracts them and confuses them so they don't attack so they don't... Oh. The, two, the two slaves. Okay. Because the walker wall is their protection against yes. a sneak attack. Yeah. Because I was wondering what was happening there. <laughs> um, while they're doing that, one of the guys is almost attacked by the walker, and Dwight shoots the crossbow and takes out the uh, the walker. And he says to Daryl, which we saw in the trailer, I'm getting better at this. Yeah. I'm getting better. Ugh. And he takes he takes Daryl, who's still not talking, and he throws him against the fence, and he says like something to the effect of, are you going to be smart? You can be, you know, you have a choice. You can be one of them, meaning the slaves. You can be like me, or you can be like them, meaning the walkers. walkers. So you have a choice. Daryl still doesn't talk. No. He's still not talking, and he doesn't really, um, you know, he basically says he's never going to kneel, and he's not going to succumb to Negan. He's yeah. not, it's not what he's there for. We see Negan out in the hallway with Dwight, and he's telling Dwight, you're doing a great job. He's coming around. We're making progress. And I want to reward you. Do you remember oh, what he said? Oh, God. He's, he basically said, uh, if for old time's sake, if you want to romp around basically with his wife. He said, do you want to blast it from the past? Ugh. Because what we then, we have to explain this. What yeah. we learned is Sherry is now with Negan. Yes. And that was Dwight's wife. Dwight's wife. And so we don't know why. We just know that Negan took Sherry and that Dwight now has to live with the fact that, A, he's, she's trying to get pregnant. Ugh. With Negan, or he's trying to get her pregnant. He offers her back, like, hey, I'm sleeping with her, but if you'd like a shot at her. Yeah, for the night. As payment. Oh, that was then, disgusting. And then so Dwight's like, no, I'm good. And Negan says, well, then you can have any woman you want as long as she's okay with it. Which I thought was nice that he's not, God forbid, saying you yeah, should assault rape. anybody. Yeah. And he still turned it down. And he says, no, I'm good. I'm not interested in, in sex with anybody. I'm good. 
I want to focus on my job. And then Negan sort of implies, like, is it all okay down there? Yeah, he's like, is it all right down there? Because he clamped down pretty hard. Yeah, when Eugene bit him. Oh, yeah. And so he's like, no, I'm good. He's like, he was bothered. He was almost annoyed and offended. Yeah. That Dwight didn't take him up on the sex offer. So then Dwight just said, you know, I, I really don't deserve it yet. I need to focus on Daryl. Right, he's like, and... nobody says no to free women. Yeah, exactly. Right, I don't think that's well, the word he used. He kind of said something else, but... It was the P word, right? The P word. Right. So <laughs> although Negan doesn't say the F word... He's sort of he's he's saying words now. He's yeah. saying shit and he's saying he's, yeah. When I don't TV now, yeah, guess you can say a lot of okay. Uh, basic cable, you can determine what you say. Mm-hmm. It's the, the FCC doesn't regulate basic cable, but it's up to the network to decide their level of profanity. Oh, okay. Could they actually say the f word? I think they can. Oh, I think no they, one's pushed that level. I think yet. they choose. No, I they, they, exactly. If they didn't say it when they killed Glenn, like nobody screamed that out. Yeah. Negan gets a call on the radio that uh, somebody that someone did a grab and go. So that means somebody grabbed something or supplies and left. And so he needs someone to go after that, whoever that was. And Dwight says, I'll go. He goes, don't you go. Send Fat Joe. He needs the exercise. Yeah. You're too important to go. You know, stay with Daryl. He's like, no, I want to go. Either he needed to clear the air and get his head straight yeah. and get away from Negan. I think he just wanted to get away from Negan. Or he wants to brown nose Negan because he's sort of like, I'll go, I'll yeah. go. Like a puppy. Yeah. And so he goes out, and that's when we see that scene that we've seen over and over again in all the trailers. Yes. Of of Dwight on the motorcycle. In the road. On the road with dead walkers all around. They were like smeared. They explained it on Talking Dead, is a van went off the overpass. Yes. And walkers have been falling out off the overpass onto the ground. Breaking bones and... Right, they have no legs and arms, so they can't really walk, so they're just laying there crawling around. Ugh. And you could clearly see that he's wearing Dwight's jacket. Daryl's jacket. Yes. Say I'm going to keep doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just like single white female. It's just very. It was so creepy. It's like you are trying to be him. It's so creepy. Anyway, he uh, he he kind of avoids the walkers. The motorcycle dies for some reason. He's not cool enough to know how to ride it. He's yet. not cool enough. No. Yeah. And then a walker <laughs> falls off the overpass oh. and lands right next to him. Oh. And there's a walker on top of him, and he's wrestling. And you know, of course, he gets away from the walker. And then he sees the guy. We find out later his name is Gordon, the guy that ran away from from uh, Negan. And he's, he's sort of like in hand-to-hand combat with a walker. Yeah. And so Dwight runs up behind him, and uh, does he kill the walker? He kills the walker? Yeah, he kills the walker. Right. And he tells Gordon, you're coming back with me. And Gordon was so distraught, right? Like He, he was, oh, he just said, just kill me, basically. I, I can't go back there. I won't go back there. He had nothing to live for. And and Dwight was sort of trying to tell him, you know, but that's the way, and, and Negan's going to be mad. You have to go back. And he's like, I'm just going to get punished. And, and what is there? That's... We're, we're, there's like, how many of us are there and we're following one man? Exactly. Why? I don't understand why we're doing that. It doesn't make sense to me. He's like, well, he protects us. He keeps us safe in this world. And he's like, there's nothing for me there. I'm not going back. And he said, you can shoot me. And he, and he sort of like kneels down to the guns at his yeah. head. And Dwight's not shooting him. No. And he's like, shoot me. I'm not going back. He's like, you're going back. And, and what did he say to him? This is sick. He basically says to him, if you don't get up and go back to Negan, I'm going to take all your friends back at the sanctuary and put make them part of the walker wall and basically torture them. Yeah. I'm going to dig up your wife. Oh, that's right. And he's going to dig up his wife and make her just like live eternally as a walker. And no, just... he said he's going to feed the parts of her body to the walkers. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah. Ugh. Blah. So what, what did Gordon do? He got up and he started to walk. Yeah. And then he shot him. Now, I thought he shot him in the head. And put him down, but we realized that Negan wouldn't have accepted that. Yeah, he actually shot him in the back. 
And then later we see him on the Walker wall. Yeah. And so Trev, how- Trev Chan, like when he explained in his video, it was not a mercy kill. No. It was not like, all right, I'm going to let him out of his misery. He shot him in the chest. And then so he has this terrible fate as a Walker. Right. But he, he could have, he said, I'm going back. He could have yeah. forced him back. What I don't understand, and by the way, Trev Chan is our favorite YouTuber. Um, Trev Chan 2 is the channel. If you shoot him and he turns into a Walker, did you throw him on the motorcycle that wasn't... How did you get him back to the sanctuary? I was thinking that, too. He must have had... Because he can't carry him, and he could turn at any moment. So I guess he dragged him over the motorcycle. Did he shoot him enough to wound him and then threw him over the motorcycle and somehow got the motor... So and you then think he was alive motor- going back and then died? I don't know. I think that's one of those you're not supposed to analyze it, but yeah. that's what we're here for. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what that is. So while he's out, Fat Joe comes to visit and give a dog food sandwich to Daryl. And I don't know if he deliberately left the door open... But Dwight realizes the cell door is open a bull. Yeah, when he started to open, I'm like, wait a minute. This is open? So at that point, because what we see earlier in the episode is Daryl's kicking the door. Mm-hmm. Now, he doesn't know who's on the other side. No. But he's kicking the door, kicking the door, kicking the door, maybe trying to loosen it up or get his frustrations out. I thought he was just mad. So I didn't know if he was testing the door to see if all the kicking got the lock to break. Yeah. Or if Fat Joe opened the door and let him open it. So he sneaks out. And he's skulking My through God, the hallways. So he's going through the hallways and he turns a corner and then three guys come walking around the corner as if they're just walking by. Yeah. If it was a setup, they I don't think they would have been there. No, I think Fat Joe just made a mistake. Maybe. Maybe he's think, Fat Stupid Joe. Yeah. And maybe we'll see him get punished for it later. Uh-oh. Then somebody sneaks up on Daryl. It's Sherry. And she tries to warn him to go back to his cell. But of course he doesn't because he's Daryl. And she's like, you know pleading with him, trying to reason with him. He, he wants no part of it. So Daryl gets outside where there's a line of motorcycles, but there's no key, of course, to jump on the motorcycle. And then Negan comes, and then like four or five saviors. I'm like, oh, God. Well, the saviors came out of the doorway first and surrounded him. Then Negan walked up oh. with his bat. And uh, I thought at that point he was going to get beaten with the bat. God. With Lucille. It certainly looked like it. It did. What did he say? Lucille's not thirsty tonight. Lucille's not thirsty. But I am. And then he's like, I am. And then and then he wanted an actual drink. He says to everybody else around him, who are you? And everyone says, I am Negan. I am Negan. I am Negan. I am Negan. And he says to him, who are you? And he says, you have, you have a couple of choices. You can be a walker. You can be a slave and work for points the way Dwight did. Or you can live like a king. There's no door number four. So I think this was his chance Right? To make a decision. Yeah, but he doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything. Again. He realizes that he's still, he's not broken. No. So he takes Lucille. Oh my God. And, he, and I know you got a heart attack. And he goes heart to hit, attack. to hit Daryl with it and he stops. And Daryl like went right into his face. Like, all right, like he, come like, on. Like, yeah, hit me. Like, it hit me. And I'm like, what? And I think Negan is looking at him like, I've never met anyone like this guy. He he's went crazy. He went like full swing toward him too. I, I, I thought he was going to hit him in the shoulder. I, I thought he was going to really hit him, though. He, so Negan takes the bat, takes the little seal, he walks away. And as he's walking away, he whistles. And oh, yeah, that, that must be the whistle. code. Because what happened, right? The, the, all the saviors beat the crap out of Daryl. Yep. I would have thought they would have really beat the crap out of him. But then we see him back in the cell. I mean, he's beat up, but he's not like, I can't walk or anything. Right. And, and Dwight says to him, you should be dead now. Yeah. Like, I don't think Dwight understands why he's still alive. Yeah. But he, he's basically telling Daryl, like, you you have to give in. You have to bend. And he's not. He's like, I'm never going to bend. Daryl is lying on the floor. Dwight kneels down, 
and takes a Polaroid out of his pocket. Mm. Now, did you I, instantly I, knew? Instantaneously, you knew? I knew yeah, what you it know. was. Like, right away, I'm like, oh, you sicko. It's the Polaroid that the guy took of of Glenn. Glenn. Dev, you know, devastated after the, the, the getting hit by the bat. He puts it on the cell wall. And while that's playing, crying by... Uh, Roy Orbison. Roy Orbison starts playing. And Daryl's just like... He re- he's hopeless. He's just like he broken. He broke down crying. I thought, all right, here it is. He's cracked. He's he done. saw the picture. He's started crying. And then you see Dwight outside almost looking like he feels bad. Yeah. And I think somewhere he thinks Daryl needs to come around for to save his own life. Yeah. And so although Dwight's a prick, it seems like he has maybe a little bit of soul in him. I don't know. Do you? What do you think? I thought in that moment, yeah. I mean... He was either torturing him or trying to help him save his own life because Daryl would end up dead if he doesn't break. Yeah. So Dwight then takes Daryl to uh, Negan's apartment. Yep. Oh, I don't know if it was Negan's apartment as much as it's an apartment. It kind of looked like Negan was owning that space. So he he brings them in and he offers Daryl a drink and then he realizes that his mouth is so beat up he might need a straw. Yeah. So he gets him a straw to drink the water. He won't drink it. He won't drink Ugh. it. He won't drink it because he's Daryl. He's, yeah. And... He realizes Daryl's still not broken, that he's just gotten tougher and, and hardened. And he tells him the story of Dwight. He's like, look, you're mad at me. You couldn't forgive me because I killed Glenn. And by the way, at one point, um, Daryl gets told by Dwight, listen, you need to just admit it. You're the reason your friend's dead. Oof. You're the reason. Yeah. So he's telling Daryl, you know, Dwight and I had problems. He's like, at one point, I was going to marry Sherry's sister, Tina. Yeah. Who's the blonde diabetic. Who died. Right. He says, but the three of them ran off before we got married, and then she gets killed, which is, we saw that when she laid down for some reason, or she went to see the, the people in the tent, and the two the two walkers yeah, grabbed her, her and killed her. At that point, we didn't know she was Sherry's sister. No. Because Sherry didn't re- like react like her sister died. No, you didn't really know who was related to who. It wasn't like, oh my God, my sister's dead. She never said, oh my God, my sister's dead. <laughs> no. It was just like, oh my God, you know, she's dead. Yeah. And he says, they came back to me. It cost me an arm and a leg to get them back. Now, we know about the arm because the fat guy that was looking for, uh, to capture them in the woods, remember they tricked him and put a, a, a walker behind a rock? Oh my God, yeah. And they made a noise and he got his arm bit, so they yes. cut his arm off. I don't remember what that guy's name was. I can't either. But I don't know who lost a leg, but that guy lost his arm. They went back, and then he tells the story of what happened. He's like, I was going to kill Sherry for leaving because Tina's dead, but then I realized she's hot, yeah. and Dwight begged for me not to kill her. So then I re- decided to punish him. And then she said, fine, I'll marry you. Don't kill Dwight. Don't so kill Dwight. basically sacrificed themselves to save each other. Right. But Negan points out that wasn't enough. No. Ugh. It wasn't yeah. enough that he took Dwight's wife nope. as payment. He took a hot iron to, to Dwight's face and melted the left side of his face, Ugh. which is why he looks like that. Because yeah. remember when we saw him after he shot Denise, Dr. Denise, he was on the train tracks and his face was all mangled. Yeah, and we're like, what happened? Yeah. And he yeah. does that in the comics. That's one of his forms of punishment, which yeah. is why in the opening credits there's, a, there's, the iron. there's an iron there. So he tells him the story and he says, but look, we're, we're, cool. we're, we're cool, cool now. now. Yeah. After all I did to him, he's one of my most loyal guys. He forgave me. We have a good relationship. He lives very well now. And he says, see this apartment? This could be yours. Yep. So that's why I thought maybe it's just, it's an extra apartment. Oh, it could be, yeah. I have a feeling Negan lives better than that one room apartment. Probably, yeah. Well, then he says to him again, "What? who are you? Right, he gives him another chance. He doesn't say anything. 
Then he asks him again. And Dwight's like, answer him. Just yeah, like, say just what you got to say. And he goes, Daryl. I'm yeah. like, oh my God. Here we go. He just this needed is... to say, I am Negan. Oh, God. And, and, he won't, and he won't say it. I thought he's, here we go. So they go back to the cell and and and, uh, and Dwight's still like, you got to be kidding me. He tells Dwight he knows why he did it. He knows why he let him burn his face. Yeah. You did it to save Shari. He goes, yeah. that's why I can't say I'm Negan. Because I'm thinking of someone else like you were thinking of someone else. Yeah. So- is he thinking about Glenn? That's what I thought. That's what I mean. Like, is it disrespectful to Glenn's memory to say I am Negan when Negan's the guy that killed his friends? Disrespectful or not, you gotta, you know, kind of fake it till you make it there, Daryl. Like, just say I am Negan, even if you don't freaking believe it. Yeah. But he's not. He will not crack. I think he's harder to crack than Rick was. Now the episode ends. We see Gordon at the. He's part of the Walker, Walker wall. fence. Walker fence. And you can tell he's fresh, too. Right. He pretty much looks like Gordon. Now, yeah. Now, <laughs> last week we talked about Dwight staring at the guy going up and down the pole. Yeah. Right? And I said, I thought at that point he was staring at him. Because he knew him. Because he knew him. And it certainly did look like that. Now, you have a new theory? You said No, you, you said you had a second new theory, right. right? You said you sort of agree with that now. I agree with that, because the way he was studying him and watching him and looking in his face, I'm like, oh, I think he maybe have been really close with that person. So after watching the scene now, I'm not sure if he knew the person, which is entirely possible, since they only put walkers on the wall of people that disobeyed. And or... He's thinking about the choice he made in following Negan and realizing that could have been him on the pole. Like, he's happy he made the choice he did? because Or he's not him? sure if he's happy. Because he's living with a with a burnt face. Yeah. He's living as a slave to Negan. His wife's gone. And his wife is, have, is sleeping with Negan. Yeah. That's pretty crappy. That's horrible. And so I, I kind of feel like I understand more and more why Dwight in the comics does what Dwight in the comics does. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody. Because I'm pretty sure it's going to happen on the TV show. Yeah. That being said. <laughs> no, I agree with that. Because if honestly, if I were in that situation, I think I just would want to be the pole walker. Yeah. You're not aware of anything. You're dead. I guess. I, just, I don't want to be dead. I don't want to work for Negan, but I don't want to be dead. So I'm not sure what He's, I would do. Dwight is mentally tortured. Oh, he absolutely daily. is. Daily. So we see scenes for uh, next week's episode. Uh, Negan and his men come to visit Alexandria. Again, we see Rick telling his people he's not in charge anymore. That's really all we see. Yeah. Uh, the Fear the Walking Dead passage episode, the little mini uh, yep. episode. Did you see it this time? I did. We revisit the black woman and the white woman. The black woman who knows what she's doing and she can kill, and the white woman who doesn't really know what she's doing. They run up to like a watchtower, some yeah. kind of tower, and she like, says, "I know a place to go." And she's like, "Well, if you do, then why aren't you there?" I can't get there on my own. Yeah, my boyfriend or a husband, someone, a guy in her life, is a, a border guard, and the safety there. I need to get to the border. Yeah. Now, getting to the border means they may run into the cast of Fear the Walking Dead. Because some of them are at the border yes. and have been captured by the Border Patrol people. Yeah. So those people may end up on the show. That's where Ophelia is, basically, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and all of them were stopped at by border guards at the toll booths. Yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Remember Fear the Walking Dead? Yes. The I, other show? I know, it's a lot for my brain all to right, process. All right, so <laughs> but, but I want to quickly get through the Talking Dead episode and the, the full scenes and the trailer. I thought it was a good episode of Talking Dead. I liked having Sheila, uh, Sherry on. Um, yeah, so Christine Evangelista, who plays Sherry, told a story about how she read a script of what she what could have been. She didn't know what it was. The yeah, names like, are different. Didn't really match up. But they're like, you got the job. Come fly out to Georgia and film a scene in a burnt forest. Yeah. And she had no idea what was going on, and and they basically were winging it. Yeah. And then Daryl showed up, and they read lines, and they acted out the scene. But she hadn't met Daryl before, and she just started. 
that it was a very weird experience. Yeah. That they so didn't want her to know anything. Yeah, she, it was kind of cool. She said, well, I was going along with the fans. I had no idea what was going on, and neither did, either did I. Then she talks about how she wasn't sure she was going to come back on the show. Yeah. And she knew she read the comics, so she knew that her character would be back, but she didn't know if they were going to bring her back. Yeah. Because the comic doesn't always match. And that she's been on the set, and that when her first day on the set, she, oh, I love this. she counted all of the survivors to see if there were 11 there to see if she could figure out who Negan killed. And she said, they were all there. They were all there. And how cool was it that Andrew Lincoln had off that day on her first day on set, and yeah. he came over on set to introduce himself and welcome her. Yeah. I'm like, that's a cool guy. It was cool. That's a nice guy. Now, here's something I don't know if you caught. There were two people on Talking Dead, two guests. One is uh, Scott Aukerman, who's a comic, yep. and Sh- the actress plays Sherry. Yeah. And he can't ask Sherry a lot of questions. I'm going to call her Sherry for now on. He, he doesn't want to ask her specific questions because she knows the answers, and she can't give it away. No. So prediction questions, she only a- he only asks every week to the non-people on the show. Yeah. So he says to the comedian, Scott Aukerman, do you think Daryl will ever kneel to Negan? And... The actress, Christina Evangelista, says no. <gasps> she answered? She answered. So, is that her not knowing? Because, I mean, the, I believe the season's been filmed. Yeah, I think so, too. That doesn't mean he won't kneel in season eight, but does he not kneel in season seven? Should she not have said that? Is that a spoiler? I don't know. This is like a Mercedes Mason again. Yeah. Remember Mercedes was when like, I'll, she be tweeted, back, I'll be back in three episodes. Yeah, I'll be back in episode 12. <laughs> so I picked up on that. I don't know if it's a thing, but it seemed like a thing. Yeah. Because I don't think Daryl will ever kneel. I don't think so either. And he goes, okay, so scenes from next week. This was weird. Describe the Michonne scene. So basically, you see Michonne squatting in front of a fireplace, and she kind of reaches up inside and pulls out this rifle with like a scope on it and she puts in this long duffel bag puts it over her shoulder and heads out the door and then as she's heading out the door you kind of just see half of rick's face and you realize he's been watching her but you can't tell did he just walk in does she not care he's watching or like you said he's almost zombified like he he just looks like empty and not zombified like he's a walker like he's in a zombie trance he's in shock and so what we couldn't figure out in this clip was like you said did she see him and he, he she knows he's a zombie? Yeah. After what happened with Glenn and, and Abraham? Maybe she just has to be the strong one in the relationship right now because he I, I think he's so broken and shocked that he can't even think straight. Right. And Michonne right now is the one that has her head on straight that's like, all right, we have to do this. And in the scenes at the end of the episode, we see her shooting that gun from high up somewhere. Yeah. We don't know what she's shooting. Could no. be walkers. I doubt she's shooting saviors. That would be a big I mistake. I doubt it. That would be bad. But she's obviously determined to take that gun and do something. Yeah. I think Rick just can't right now. I don't think he can. I, th- I at least at the beginning of the episode, he's a, he's a shell of himself. No, yeah, he looks like a shell. So that's the episode. They just released a tra- another trailer called "Give Them What They Want." Yep. Where we see Eugene and I'm sorry, Eugene is sitting building something near the gate. Rosita and Spencer, Spencer are in a, a car, car and they're going to get supplies. And they say, "You're going to come with us." He's like, "No, I got to I got to fix this thing." Yeah, I, I got to give them what they want. Right. And she's like, yeah, we need to go get more supplies. They're going to be coming soon. And he's he's a mess. Eugene's he's, a mess. Oh, God. He doesn't even hear her say his name at first. And so they're mad at him for not snapping out of it and realizing we got a job to do. And he's like, I'm going to give them a full functioning radio, and they're going to be happy with that. So he's figuring, I'm going to give them stuff by building stuff. Yep. And they're like, we got to go get supplies. Yeah. And then he comes over and knocks on the gate. Oof. 
right? He pull. You hear like all these. It sounds like a motorcade almost. Like all these motorcycles and right. trucks pulling up, and then you, uh, Eugene's standing there. He looks petrified, and then Rosita and Spencer get out of the car, and they're just standing there in fear. And you just hear Negan like at the at the thing with his bat. With Lucille. Yeah, with Lucille. And but it was a silhouette, so you couldn't see what Lucille looked like. No. This is what Lucille looks like. You got one. I got one. What? Thank you, AMC. Oh, my God. AMC sent me a an actual Lucille, which you can, we'll take pictures of oh and post. Oh, my God. Um, here, take it. Take, Wait, can uh, I touch yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it. Take it. It's oh, an, my God. It's an actual I bat. I take my picture Wrapped in, um, <gasps> it's rubber barbed wire that looks just like barbed wire. Oh. But the bat is real. My God. And it goes over the top just like Negan did with his bat. And it came in a beautiful AMC Walking Dead. I'm so jelly. Bat case. <laughs> And so um, they wanted to say thank you for, oh for my the podcast. And they, uh, apparently someone listens to the podcast and sees our tweets and also listens to the Elvis Duran Morning Show and heard us talking about it and us talking about the podcast and they sent me the bat. So uh, we can, of course, share it while it's in-house and we'll take pictures. And Oh, my God. I've been taking pictures and boomerang videos of me hitting Greg T on our show. <laughs> and so we got the bat. So there That you go. is so cool. Yeah, we got Lucy. Oh, my God. There you go. This is awesome. Yeah. This looks exactly like it. So that's surprise number two. Uh, we'll put pictures up on Instagram at David underscore Brody. We have to go. Well, we have to create a, an Instagram page, I guess. For uh, oh yeah, we should. We don't say the address. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> but please follow us also on uh, Twitter at Walkers underscore Talkers, and of course at JMegs514. Yes. Thank you for all your tweets, and uh, I'm very excited about next episode because I think I think we're going to see the survivors again. Yeah. Oh, and definitely. We have to. We We've have. had the two isolated episodes. Yeah. And now we're going to see, the, we haven't seen Maggie in the trailers at all. No. I assume she's at the hilltop. And then I think maybe episode five, the hilltop gets attacked by the Savior. Yeah, we, we're We've seen Je- that Jesus and everybody, we don't know where anyone is. Jesus, where the hell yeah. are you? There you go. <laughs> uh, we're taping this on election day. Happy election day. Yeah. I'm voting for Negan. <laughs> he seems like the most normal person in the election. So this way nobody gets mad at me for having an opinion on anything. I'll vote for Lucille. Vote for Lucille. We're write, <laughs> I'm writing in Negan. You're going to write in Lucille. Anyway, as always, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys.